are not a wrestling organization anymore. We're the world's damn biggest puppet show. I don't need a weapon. My hands are my weapons. Go to me. I'm pregnant! The era of the ECW. I have something to say to you! Welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast. This week we are covering ECW Hardcore TV 153 and 154 from March 26th and April 2nd of 1996. I'm Mike Pru, along with JV, and also coming back for another episode, the head of the research department, uh, Johnny on the spot with all the information that he's got. It's Rick, BB. Welcome back, Rick. Thank you, BB. guys. Welcome I'm back. back. Triple threat at it again. He's at yes, it sir. again, and he's actually in the intro this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Last time it was a little fuck up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Not waiting in the dugout for <laughs> yeah. to call him out to the mound. <laughs> yep. But he's here. We're all back, and we got some good stuff for you. We're covering, like I said, March 26th and April 2nd. So we'll be covering the rest of the big-ass Extreme Blast. Bash, right? Big-ass Bash. And uh, also a ECW Arena house show from March 30th. So we'll be checking that out. But before we get into all that, let's go through our Twitter plugs here. You can follow us on Twitter at ExtremeCast. Call me, Mike Pru at NPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. And follow Rick at Leo Wyatt85. Leo Wyatt85. And also check out JV and I on the Bottom Line Wrestling Cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. We've covered the entire career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And at this point, we're into stunning Steve Austin in some specials. We just had our 316 day special. And we did an episode of Livewire from 1996 when Steve Austin invaded Hamilton Street Studio and busted Sonny and Todd's balls and raised some hell in there. And that was a fun episode for 316 Day. Uh, I don't know if you checked it out, Rick. Did you check that out? You checked it out, right? I definitely checked it out. It it gave me very uh, very much the feels, as the kids today say. <laughs> yeah. uh, it, it, it reminded me. I, I think I texted you this, but it reminded me of sitting at a sitting at my grandma's house watching it with my yeah. uncle. So, yep, that's how I felt because that's where I was Saturday mornings. Usually, was at my grand grandparents' house. Yep, my my, my mother would go out every Friday night and <laughs> send, send me to grandma's house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Saturday mornings at grandma's house. So. Fun stuff there, and uh, you can follow us on Twitter at Bottom Line Cast. And our next episode will be back to our coverage of Stunning Steve Austin. That'll come out in a week. And uh, if, I don't know if you guys can tell, but man, I got my voice is different. I got a cold. I've had a cold for the past week, so bear with me. I'm gonna try to not sniffle. And uh, that's the benefit now having Rick along with us. I can step <laughs> out every once in a while, and, <laughs> you know. So JV and Rick can take over. You can't you can't <laughs> handle the podcast life? You get sick all the time. <laughs> no, I can't handle the fucking going back to coaching baseball life. It's those dirty ass kids. Teenagers are fucking dirty. <laughs> you can't say that, but I can. <laughs> I think it's more so like I haven't been outside forever, so now I can't. I, it might just be allergies. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What do you just leave the house to go to work? 
Dude, I get in my car, I drive seven minutes to work, and then I get out, go to work, get in the car, go back home. That's why you're sick all the time. You never get any vitamin D. <laughs> like, you need that shit. Didn't you learn anything from fucking love lockdowns? No, I have vitamin C pills. That's it. Yeah. It's over, Prue. You can come out. Vitamin D, dude. Pru. Come out. Oh, I said vitamin C. Yeah, vitamin D. Yeah. I have those, too. <laughs> yeah, no soda. shit. I'm sick all the time. My household is sick as well. I told you guys, but yeah, yeah. It's, it's fucking always happening. This same time last year, this happened. I don't know. It's like there's a schedule. Yeah, it's probably allergies. It, it probably is. You know, yeah. to some extent. Shit. Springs here, so yeah. All the other bullshit that comes with spring that no one yeah. remembers until it happens. Until spring comes, right? You mm-hmm. think spring's all nice and fun? Yeah, can't sucks ass for a month. You know, <laughs> Doesn't get good until it's over yeah. in June. <laughs> All right. So with that said, let's get on with the show here. So let me just give a quick recap of what we did on our last episode. Like I said, Rick had joined us for that. And we we did a jumbo episode, basically. We covered four episodes of Hardcore TV. Rick covering the first two via the uh, Quality Control Center. And that was uh, CyberSlam 96 recaps from ECW Hardcore TV 149, 150. We had stuff like... The great match between Tuco Scorpio and Sabu that went to a time limit draw. You had Shane Douglas defeat Cactus Jack because Mikey ran in, turned on Cactus Jack, hit him with the steel chair. So Shane got the pin there. And then we covered ECW Hardcore TV 151 for March 12, 1996. Night one of the Big Ass Extreme Bash, which was in New York. That's where we had the confrontation between Brian Pillman and Shane Douglas in the front row with the little toddler. And his uh, his mother trying to make a buck. <laughs> <laughs> and then you also had Chris Jericho defeating Cactus Jack uh, in an upset. And uh, Rick's going to have more to say in the QCC about the referee of that mm-hmm. match in just a little bit. And also uh, Taz defeated Mikey Whipwreck. And then he fucked up Bam Bam Bigelow. <laughs> like, Bam Bam just came in. And it's like, why is he getting fucked up right away? <laughs> but, man, they're building up Taz. So they're just putting you on notice like yeah Bam Bam's here but hey Taz is Taz is tougher than Bam Bam yeah yeah setting up the hierarchy yeah he's an ECW guy so anyway we could we go on we covered 152 that was March 19th 1996 the big ass extreme bash night two which was at the ECW arena and we had basically clips of Rey Mysterio Jr. and Juventud Guerrero from the first night of the extreme bash we had highlights of that. Juventud won that match. And then we watched the entirety of Rey Mysterio versus Juventud. And Rey Mysterio pulled that one out. And that would be their final match. Both of them. Final match in ECW before they go on to WCW. So another case of losing the great wrestling talent. In this case, always to WCW. You know, it, it's so funny. You can see the difference. Like somebody like Shane Douglas, Cactus Jack goes to WWF. But people like Eddie Guerrero, Dean Malenko, Rey Mysterio, Juventud, all to WCW. Like, all right, we got these luchador type guys. WCW, we're only giving them to WCW, not WWF. <laughs> it's just funny how it worked out that way. Mm-hmm. So that's what we covered. And now we're going to get into Rick BB's Quality Control Center. You know, it is kind of weird introducing Rick again. <laughs> Rick's here. Well, hey, take a listen to Rick <laughs> in his pre, his pre, uh, pre-packaged, whatever the fuck pre, you want to call it. Pre-taped. 
pre-taped package. My pre-taped comments. <laughs> that sounds weird. My, my pre-taped package. package yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. okay. All right. We'll move away from that. Yeah. Let's go on now to the latest edition of Rick BV's Quality Control Center. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Extreme ECW Livecast Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beattie, and on this week's segment, I'll be discussing the career of one of the refs from the Big Ass Extreme Bash. I'll also give some follow-up info regarding Tiger Mask and the failed Lucha show for WCW I mentioned on the last episode. Finally, we'll discover how Taz made one front-row regular just another victim at the House of Hardcore. During the match between Cactus Jack and Lionheart Chris Jericho, the question came up about who was the referee, since myself, JV, and Prue had never seen him before. Joey Styles doesn't mention him by name, but thanks to ECW alum Jim Molino, I was able to find out a little bit of information about him. Billy Caputo was an iron worker by trade in the state of New York and did refereeing part-time for the New York State Athletic Commission starting in the 70s. As with most iron workers, Billy was one tough dude. He even survived a 30-foot fall in the early 70s. For most of his refing career, he would be involved with the then WWWF as they were the main promotion to be holding cards in New York. However, Throughout the years, he would also ref for the World Wrestling Council in Puerto Rico, as well as ECW and WCW, before hanging up the stripes in 2003, becoming the wrestling inspector for the New York State Athletic Commission. Sadly, Billy would be diagnosed with aggressive lymphoma of the bone marrow in 2018 and pass away in April 2020 at the age of 72. During the two out of three falls match between Rey Mysterio Jr. and Juventud Guerrera, I mentioned Tiger Mask inventing the move now referred to as the 619, which led to a brief discussion of the origins of the Tiger Mask character. As promised, here's a brief synopsis of the 1960s manga that ended up creating one of the most recognizable and memorable characters in pro wrestling history. In the manga, Naoto Date is a masked Japanese heel wrestler in America known as Tiger Mask who is notorious for being extra vicious in the ring and putting people in the hospital. He goes back to Japan and renounces his evil ways when an orphan boy, who is from the same orphanage that Tiger Mask himself was raised in, says he wants to grow up to be a vicious, evil wrestler like Tiger Mask. Not wanting to have the boy idolizing a villain, he becomes a hero and faces off against the organization that trained him, the Tiger's Den. The manga would be turned into an anime TV show by Toei Animation in 1969 that ran concurrently with the manga until 1971. Antonio Inoki and New Japan Pro Wrestling licensed the character and gave it to a young high flyer and martial artist named Satoru Sayama as a way to boost their junior heavyweight division following the departure of Tatsumi Fujinami into the heavyweight division in 1981. This, in turn, would lead to Tiger Mask appearing in the WWF in 1982, defending the WWF Junior Heavyweight Championship against his most famous rival, the Dynamite Kid, as well as two future stars you might know of, Eddie Gilbert and Kurt Hennig. We interrupt this segment for an important announcement. The officials at the Extreme Livecast have informed me that, 
Due to the overwhelming popularity of the ELC Fan of the Month, we have now changed it to the ELC Fan of the Week. This week's extreme fan is Christina Loam for her part in helping to sell thousands of videotapes using only a towel. Thanks again, Chris. You go, go, girl. I also brought up the existence of a WCW pilot for a Lucha Libre show that was never picked up. That show was called Festival de Lucha. It was thought of as a counter-program to the WWF's Super Astros, which began airing on Univision in 1998. Eric Bischoff approached Conan, who had been suggesting a Lucha Libre show to the WCW higher-ups for the past two years, and asked him to help organize it. The show was to air on Telemundo, which was the rival of Univision. A total of three episodes worth of footage was filmed on January 27, 1999, at the Hardo, Texas Fair Complex in Waco, Texas. In typical WCW fashion, they went all out with a live mariachi band, custom-built set, and ring canvas with a new logo for the Festival de Lucha. Also in typical WCW fashion, Telemundo passed on it, the idea was shelved, and there was no way for them to recoup all the money they spent. As it turned out, Super Astros would be cancelled in June 1999 anyways, so I guess you could say it didn't really matter that Bischoff's idea never manifested itself. The tapings themselves featured past and future ECW alum Chris Jericho, Conan, Rey Mysterio Jr., Juventud Guerrera, Sicosis, Damian666, and Mosco de la Merced. Lastly, we recently began to see ads for the ECW wrestling school called the House of Hardcore. As many people know, Taz was the head trainer in the beginning and put the students through the ringer in order to make sure that they really wanted to be wrestlers. One such student was a regular on the front row at the ECW arena in 1995, a man that is generally referred to as Dreads, given his dreadlock hairstyle. As the story goes, as told by Mikey Whipwreck, Dreads thought he was a badass, and decided to sign up to train. Apparently, Taz worked him over so hard on day one, Dreads never came back for day two, and never showed his face again in the ECW arena. My guess is, he was probably busy trying to find somebody to do Reiki on him. That's this week's Quality Control Center. My name is Rick Beebe. Back to you, Mark Pru and JV Styles. All right, so another great edition of the Quality Control Center. Rick Beebe always bringing the facts and the good information. You know, we had information about the referee. Wasn't it Caputo? Yeah, Billy Caputo. Billy Caputo. Yeah. Man, what a beast that guy is. Shit. I felt, I felt bad because it's like two weeks in a row I've talked about a referee and had to say, and then he died. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. So I mentioned Brian Hildebrand before, yeah. and then I had to, then I got to bring up Billy Caputo. But uh, yeah, like I didn't do a huge amount of research because it, it didn't seem like there was a lot. But everything I read was like this dude was a badass. Like he he's an iron worker, so he you know he's a tough motherfucker. So, yeah, yeah. Hey, Andy well, was a ref. Yeah, even oh, though he looked like Percy Pringle by nineteen ninety six. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't quite look like a badass, but... Hey. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but he might have been retired from doing the iron work by that point, so he let himself go, you know? Yeah. All right, so in the QCC, you said you got the information from Jim Molino. 
Yes, of all I did. People. So oh, can you shit. share a little yeah. bit about that? Well, I I had tried to do some research through my normal channels, and um, I wasn't able to find anything for for some reason. If you look up a list of like referees that have worked in ECW, you know, you get Molino, you get Finnegan, you get Pee Wee Moore, you get Mike Keener, who shows up later, uh, I think around the TNN run, that kind of thing. But they don't list Billy Caputo, probably because he, I don't think he did much work for them. It was maybe a one and done type thing. Um, So I said, well, who could I reach out to? And so on Twitter, I just tweeted out real quick to Joe, Jim Molino with a screenshot of uh, the best one I could get off of the, the episode and said, do you know who this ref is? And I actually tagged Jericho too, not intending on it, but hey, if Jericho knows we exist, all the better for it. Hey, and um, <laughs> legit, like five, less than five minutes, Molino tweets back, you know, and reply, oh, it's Billy Caputo. He worked for the New York State Athletic Commission. And I was like, perfect. I just needed a name, you know? And so then I looked it up and found out everything that I mentioned in the uh, the QCC. Look at that. Molino helping us out. Yeah. yeah, right from the fucking, like, good of a source as you can get. Yeah, it, Pretty much. That's, I mean, it was, I was like thinking either him or Finnegan, and uh, Molino was the first one I could find. I'm not sure if Finnegan has a, has a Twitter or not, but we got that's the perfect. info, so that's the important thing. <laughs> well, the other thing we got to bring up, because this probably went over some people's heads and went over my head, and now that yep. I know who it is, and I want some of that, anyway, move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but we were wondering. It's Christina Loom. Who are you talking about, Christina Loom? Uh, Christina Lom, uh, Lom would be. Uh, well, I like I said, I don't know if Lom. that's actually how you pronounce her name, but Lom, Lom sounds more Korean than uh, it does. Lom, yeah, she so. is. She is of Korean descent. Um, she is the uh, the the lovely owner of a pair of uh, LBTs, Kimono Wanalea. <laughs> nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Hey, and it's episode sixty nine right now too. So. Giggity, giggity. Oh, <laughs> And, so that uh, makes sense. No, I won't spoil that. <laughs> it, it's funny. Uh, JV was asking me earlier. I was like, what's Rick talking about? Is, is she from the Book in the Territory web, um, page? Is <laughs> she a BTT page? member? <laughs> I wish. I was like, ah, oh, no, I think he's talking about some porn thing. <laughs> <laughs> Close going enough. Back into, going back into the MILF discussion. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So good stuff, as always. Uh, before we jump into it. Rick, you had told me that you wanted to bust JV's balls about something. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, so uh, Prue knows this, but um, I've been re-listening to all of the uh, Extreme Livecast episodes starting from the very first one back in 93. And um, I noticed that the uh, the last episode that, that I was on, um, the intro was um, the old intro, JV. <laughs> yeah. The, the one that... Uh, that, that you know, doesn't have the fuck's that you noise? announcing her pr- pregnancy. <laughs> All right, someone playing the drums over there. What's going on? I don't know. <laughs> I just heard. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, was, I was probably that's probably my, me on the desk, nervously tapping my fingers uh, while busting his balls. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jamie's not going to jump through the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I make that. I fuck that up a lot. Not a lot, but like at least <laughs> probably probably five times. Bruno, a couple times. Yeah, yeah, a few times. A few times. Yeah. I've even done it with the bottom line cast. Yeah, it's you, like, ah, fuck right. it. Neither one of them. Uh, yeah. It can never happen again, because I finally <laughs> deleted the old one. 
There you go. <laughs> it can never happen again. <laughs> you deleted the new one by accident. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, well, I can just pull it from an old one. Yeah, yeah. No. yeah. <laughs> but there's no fucking way I'm doing that for the old one. Like, I'm not going <laughs> to. Let's get this bitch back. It's never coming back. It's done. No. Die. That that'll be like in the ninety three episodes when they kept flip flopping with them the music on the network. Yeah. <laughs> like, Wait, did someone make the, the first what? before us? I don't want to be shitting on people. I don't what? know what the first one sounds like. The first no, no, no. Of- in the beginning, um, you you just used to use whatever the the music was that like the network had overdubbed. Um, which sometimes was this like horn mix type thing. And then, then they got the Zach Tempest music with the, the shredding electric guitar and all that. Um, before oh, the you old, had the old one. Yeah. 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 But if you remember the network used to like, you'd have the shredding guitar for like three weeks and then all of a sudden it would go back to like, you know, jazzercise class music. So yeah. <laughs> no reason. Um, but yeah, no, you went back to the one that's the, this is extreme kind of a thing. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. 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 The, the Harry Slash and the Slash Tones were right. from the, the late 90s. Yeah, that yeah well, that's never happening again. <laughs> <laughs> now we're going to stick with the uh, the Paul Heyman intro on. I've got something to say to, say to you. Yeah, that one's awesome. With the, um, with the Pulp Fiction music in there, too. Yep. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, we'll probably use that up until 97. Then maybe we'll get a new one. Yeah. At that point, switch things up, get new, yeah, uh, switch it, switch get it new up, drops in. Yeah. 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 Get, fresh get Joe Murata some more work <laughs> from OVP. Yeah. Like he's he not those. busy enough. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's got those Gorilla Monsoon podcasts coming out every day now. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> yeah, those are pretty funny. They are. <laughs> he does the acid wash memories too, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. I've listened to some of those. They're pretty good. I like them. Yeah, it's good shit. The latest one was uh, Leno and. Letterman. Yeah, hey, I got the yeah, I saw that. I got the notification for that one. I'm behind if ah, I binge, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right, so you guys ready to get into this March 26, 1996? Yeah, yes. let's go. Oh, let's to go. All right. Oh, you stole JV's line. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> I say that? Yeah, you do. Oh, no shit. JV's like, "Shit, I'm never saying that again." <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> It's like the the uh, manifest in Reiki. Yeah, I don't know what I say. Oh. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. All right, so let's get set up. If you're gonna watch along with us, this might be in the drive eventually. Uh, it's not there now. I'm just saying, BTT drive. Um, yeah, so that's that. And but you can you can watch it on Peacock. It's pretty close. I've done it before. Like when I go back and check some of these out, I'll just go on Peacock and try to like listen along and follow it along there to see how it comes out. It's pretty good, so just check it out there if you need to. But otherwise, JV always gets the audio in the background, so it's just fine as the way it is. I think. So what we're doing here is a uh, big ass extreme bash night two, March 9th, nineteen ninety six. It's part two of two, so part one was the previous episode on one fifty two. And now 153, we're going to wrap up the coverage of the Big Ass Extreme Bash. Got a runtime of 54 minutes and 51 seconds. I'm going to give a countdown, three down to one, then say play. When I say play, we will all click play and get started. You guys all situated? You got yes, it. sir. All right. Three, two, one, play. All right. So fan cam action. 
This is, everyone. this is early fan cam action, right? Oh, yeah. Hasn't been much fan cam at this point. The Bruise Brothers. So it looks like we got a concession stand brawl going on here. Somebody's holding out a pan or a pot for always a, to use. Always a pot. Yep. Oh, one of the Bruise Brothers grabs it, and oh, he just plastered franchise and add with it. And the employees only shitter, I guess. Oh, come on, that... That door is not a real... Well, it's a real door, but, like, that was set up specifically for them to do that. Yeah, there's no hinges. Yeah, <laughs> yeah what the fuck? Yeah. It's just placed there. Yeah, and it's it's just a door frame that leads behind that picnic table. It's not even... Yeah, well, it's no purpose. Yeah. It's already... Yeah, it just... Yeah, it's it probably worse. supposed to be open in the first place. Overproduced. Yeah. Yeah. Not that this is the ECW arena, but... Um, yeah, where are we here? Yeah. Is this Briarcliff? Where, where is this? Uh... Jim Thorpe, Pennsylvania? Oh, yeah, that, I think so. I think it yeah. is Jim Thorpe. Yeah. Um, but uh, I was listening to a, um, a short interview with Todd Gordon, and uh, he was saying about when they got the uh, when they got into ECW Arena, the guy who ran it um, basically told them, beat the shit out of the arena, put holes in it, break doors, whatever, as long as you pay for it. I'll fix it. So that's why you see a lot of like, wow. oh well, let's throw somebody through the through the wall, and you know they smash a hole in it, um, <laughs> to the point where he tells a story of the first one of the first shows, and I forget if I want to say it was Ultra Clash, but maybe it wasn't Ultra Clash. Um, one of the teams did that. They threw them one of the guys through the wall, and Abdullah the Butcher was sitting there in his underwear smoking a cigar. (laughs) The crowd's all looking in, seeing Abdullah sitting there just smoking. I've heard that story. It's a good story. I think it might have been Ultra Clash. Yeah. And there's Joey. Very subdued. Yeah, he's not hyped up for this one. He's like, I already covered this show already. We'll be moving on. All right, so we're getting a little tribute to Cactus Jack, mm-hmm. which I think is very good because, you know, to at least recognize him here is he has made a ma- major difference in ECW in his time there. Oh, absolutely. All right, so it looks like we're leading into his last match against Mikey Whipwreck. Yep. Which is very fitting for him, his character of Cactus Jack to have his last match against Mikey. Poetic. It's kismet. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, the crowd's giving him the standing ovation. Yeah, giving him his due. Usually they're like, nah, 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 hey, 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 get yeah. the fuck out of here. Like now, look, at, look, look at the sign in the front row. The sign guy has, keep oh. Uncle Vince away from Dewey and Lowell. Ugh. Damn. Like, Man. Way, That's to like... call, way to call Vince a, a pedo. Yeah, jeez. Yeah. Vince on the Epstein flight log? <laughs> ask, <laughs> ask Twitter. <laughs> yep. All right, so it looks like this match is broken into highlights. Yeah. Mikey have a neck brace on? He does. In the... The story is that he was he was told not to wrestle by doctors, and he was like, "No, I have to." So, yeah. you know. whether that's yeah. true or not, I don't know. But yeah, class. That's a classic angle. Yeah, <laughs> I'm injured, but I'm, I gotta do it. 
that man, he just fell flat on that table. Did not break. Give no, no give there. Yeah, that's, that was stiff. That's like that's like a Japan table. <laughs> yeah, you can hear the pain. Uh oh. Yeah, those Japan tables. Oh my god. What the it fuck? It reminds me Japan of the table, table that Holly Race and Hogan oh, had yeah. on Saturday's yeah, main event. Ended up. What's uh, the difference between a Japan table and an American table? For the the Japanese tables that they use are more uh, sturdy, so to speak. They're not necessarily like thick oak or something. They're just sturdier. So anytime uh, you see somebody do a table bump, nine times out of ten, the table doesn't break, and you see them bounce off of it. Even today, I, yeah, I was, like, as as recently as like a few years ago. Yeah, I was gonna say I was... I don't know about like this year, but yeah, within the past five ten years, definitely I've I've seen that. You know, guy goes up for a moonsault. And he bounces off the table. He doesn't <laughs> break the table at all. Oh, that shit. And they also have, like, the metal lining around the edge. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's, oh, like, not more the... re reinforced. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah, they're not, like, uh, press board like the ones that you see in here. Right, they're, oh. not, in they're not intended to be used. <laughs> No, they're yeah, intended yeah, to be used yeah, yeah. as a table, not, right. not, <laughs> not, not a as prop. a weapon. Plates and forks and shit on them, not yeah. people. All right, so we're going all around the arena here. Mikey just suplexed Cactus Jack onto the is hot that, concrete is that right the near the Eagles' nest. The white, the white shirt, the black pants, and the whatever Reeboks or whatever. You got the yeah. same man, Mr. Sinkers on. Yeah, dude looks, dude looks like the owner of the uh, the Raiders. Oh, yeah. His, oh, look at his Davis. hair. Mark Davis. Mark, Mark Davis. Davis. Yeah. Got yeah, yeah, that yeah. fucked up bowl cut. Yeah. Probably him. <laughs> <laughs> Guy flies coach. Yeah. Mark really? Davis isn't that big, him. though. He was into ECW. Guy looks was like he? Shrek. <laughs> Dude does look like yeah. Shrek. <laughs> all right, now back in the ring. Action's all over the place here. Mikey goes to the top. Cactus is stumbling up. Turns around. Mikey is... Oh, Mikey goes up. I always hate that kind of spot. So Mikey's going up. He's jumping off, but not intending to do any move. Yeah, I, yeah, I noticed that too. That was bad. You know, it's like, what are you doing? Like, we know you're just going for the spot to get hit by Cactus Jack's shoulder. Good, um, good high flyers go up. Right, and they intend to do something or make it look like they're doing something. He should have went for like a cross body yeah. and then or a got double nailed. Sandal. Right, yeah. yeah, right. That's the typical one they would do, right? Yeah. Double axe handle, then. You get caught in the, the gut. gut. Yeah. yeah. Surgical chair strikes. Oh, he's the master with the chair. Oh. Chair master. Chairman of the board. Oh, that's Laparka. That is <laughs> Oh, I love oh. the power driver on the steel chair, though. Great spot. One. One, two. two. Oh, that's fuck. all she wrote. That's it. Get fucking buried, buddy. One, two, three. Wins his farewell match. Mm -hmm. Fuck Mikey. Mikey just got buried. Maybe that's part of the reason why Mikey had the neck brace on. So that his win could look legitimate. Like, I mean, yeah. Cactus's win seems legit. Like, oh, Mikey was injured. You hit him with the pile driver. Of course, Mikey can't win. Hey, right. Not for nothing. What's that? Mikey never used to win anyway. Like, he would win, but they oh. were like... 
You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, it'd always be some kind of shenanigans. Yeah, it's like he was out yeah. there dominating, guys. He's a no, never guy. dominating. Yeah, he doesn't need to. Anytime he's ever won anything, it's usually yeah. because of Cactus Jack as his partner. Yeah, they they seem to start getting have started to get away from that um, after the he lost the world. the world title back to Sandman. They started yeah. to then be like, Mike, Mikey can actually give offense that's not accidental. Right. <laughs> yeah, they got to legitimize one of their former champs. <laughs> yeah. He's a former champ. We can't have him be a chump all the time. But even winning the world title wasn't really legit because Steve Austin was involved and in, yeah, in that shit. Scared of him. All right, so we got Cactus <laughs> going after Mikey in the corner. Thought Cactus was gonna kiss him. What's oh. <laughs> he gonna do? Hug him? It's okay, Mikey. It's really okay. He is. <laughs> he is embracing him. Hey, does... Hey, does Cactus have Mankind boots on? He does. You're right. Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, he's got his Mankind boots on before he even debuts yeah. the night after WrestleMania 12. They, um... Obviously, this was just clips of the show. Well, the, the match, I should say. Yeah. But at one point, he does the Mandible Claw, and the crowd has no idea what the hell he's doing. Because <laughs> it's just like... He stuck his fingers <laughs> in Mikey's mouth. What the fuck is he doing? Hey, that was weird the first time I saw it, too. Oh, my yeah. God. It was so creepy. I got the yeah. right channel on. Especially with the uh, the foam coming out of the mouth. And, oh, yeah. And the squealing. But, yeah. But imagine imagine you're in this arena, and he does it, and you have no... No context, yeah. No, no, yeah no context, no commentary that you can listen to, being like, oh, that's the mandible claw. Right. So it's just like, what, why is he trying to make Mikey throw up? <laughs> so we got a quality change here in the video. Yep. So this must have been spliced. Which is fine. Alright, so Cactus is going to get the mic, and I guess we should shut up for this. Let's take a listen. Alright, so now back to the the other audio, uh, video. So, I think the reason was whoever made this wanted to get the original footage with the music playing in the background. What was that, Rick? Was that like, stop start spreading the news? Uh, yeah, New York, New York. It was? Yeah. yeah. New York, New York. Yeah. I was going to say, it's the thing with here, well, but... Yeah. Sinatra. Because he's going to New York. Yeah. Alright, yeah, now I can hear it better than before. What the fuck? Yep. He brings out Stevie and the Meanie. Stevie and the Meanie. Meanie's all jacked up. <laughs> Stevie doing the Michael, Shawn Michaels pose. Yeah, and Meanie does now the stuff like Diesel. <laughs> yeah. Now they're doing uh, Rockettes. Terrible, yeah, terrible kick line. 
Kerry Collins jersey in the crowd. Oh, jeez. I think it was a Kerry Collins jersey. It said Collins, so. Yeah, it makes sense. Quag my ribs. <laughs> hey, giggity, giggity. Yeah, no shit. 69. Yeah, on episode 69. It's me. Pillman's back. You to know the truth, but I will give you the truth, and shh, you might find out something you're not supposed to. That sounds oh. like a warrior. He's got his own Same. fucking hotline now. Sense. Yep. First ever shitty ass Sabu T-shirt. <laughs> that shirt is horrible. <laughs> it, it really is. <laughs> Who drew that? Did Taz draw that? I know Taz was involved in t-shirt design, so I wonder if he, he's a, some he kind made of artist. on purpose? <laughs> yeah, maybe. I mean, it's not horrible, but to be on a t-shirt... It's better than the Fonzie Must Die shirt, let's just yeah, say. That, that. That's true. That shirt blows. That doesn't even look like Fonzie. It doesn't. <laughs> it looks like... Uh, like a French, like a, a waiter at a French restaurant or something. Or like a ventriloquist like. dummy. <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah, see, if he did that spot in Japan, JV, he would have bounced and the table would have kind of laughed at him. He bounced and slid <laughs> off the end of his career. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. Probably, that's probably why he has so many cuts. <laughs> that and all the barbed wire. Yeah, that's true. March 29th, Friday Night ECW returns to Reading, Pennsylvania. I'm sure an original version of that shirt would sell for some good money, though. Oh, of course. An yeah, original, I, I, I went looking for the ECFNW shirt. People want, like, 150 bucks for them. Like, the sure. original ones. Yeah, you can tell by the threat count and all that. Yeah. Yeah. Club ECW, the biggest ripoff in history there. People got fucked in Club ECW. Did you read about that, Rick? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I read about it in one of the books that I have where people are like promised shit and they never got it. Uh huh. Paid subscriptions. Bali. It's funny, like, he's like the god to people. People like easily forgive him for everything. <laughs> yeah, we're doing the Fargo strut. <laughs> Alright, so this is an advertisement for a big ass extreme bash. Is, this, is that for the home video? What that is? Probably. I would imagine so. Public enemy! PE. Uh, Alright, so is this the highlight package? Is this what we got? Yeah, here? this is I when think they so. It looks like it. Alright, so Cactus Jack highlights with the heart beating. Molino with if clean shaven. <laughs> Damn Molino. You even brought it up to him, huh? You know, and he goes, that old gag? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, shit, I guess we're not the first ones to be confused. <laughs> yeah. Man, they're really giving Cactus Jack the love on this episode. Mm-hmm. 1985 <laughs> to 1996, bang, bang. He's dead. Yeah, little do we know he's about to have... Best part of his career. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's Rick Wright. Yeah. <laughs> Lance Beebe. 
<laughs> hey, if I'm Mark Pru, <laughs> then you no, can be Lance Beebe. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. <laughs> JV's the only one that actually gets a cool name. <laughs> yeah, JV Styles. Fucker. He always gets the cool names. Yeah. Sucker. <laughs> oh, Mark Wagmire Rims. Damn, I want they actually look kind of dry and shitty. It's <laughs> because they're in like two pixels. Yeah, they probably suck. Dollar <laughs> forty nine a minute. Ugh. That's a lot of money today. <laughs> it is. Be on a phone for a fucking hour costs you seventy five bucks. <laughs> Good lord, that's a lot of money. Yeah, and you know they're gonna keep you on the phone for like five minutes yeah. before you even hear anything interesting. Fucking for like ten dollars a month. You've heard JV's stories about calling WCW Hotline, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah, 909 9900. Yeah, before it was like the popular Mean Gene one. You're talking about like 9192. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, Missy Hyatt, Jim Ross Report, or Paulie's, whatever. Yeah. That time. Yep. Oh, when I called it, it was 1900 Yeah, it's the same. It was the same number. It just uh-huh. wasn't like. Nitro era. Right. Oh no, no. Yeah. Just like no, yeah, wasn't Nitro era. No. WWF had the hotline one nine hundred nine zero nine WWF eight. Yeah, eight. Yeah. Nine hundred <laughs> meant you had eight. to pay. I learned that after. So. Yep. Is it sad that I still remember that number thirty years <laughs> on? <laughs> hey, when you watch enough, it gets ingrained. <laughs> oh, what's up, uh, Jericho's music here? <laughs> Is that Rob Zombie? I, I think it was Rob Zombie. He had, um... What did he use? He did use Rob know. Zombie. I can't think what I it think was. I think that might be a good song to use yeah. for the break. Let me see if I can to look figure it out what it is. But uh, that guy in the, I'm assuming, Eagles jersey, 82 over there, I swear to God, he's he was puffing on a cigarette. So. He's puffing on a cigarette? Yeah, like, you know, well, because this is 96, so you could still smoke yeah, yeah, anywhere. Yeah, yeah, you're it's right. Just, it's just jarring to see, you know. Like, you see the Sandman do it, and it's like, eh, he works there, or whatever. But you're it's right, like he's some, a character. Right, some randos of puffing <laughs> on a butt. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, entrance music's too. We haven't used that either. War so Machine. He, yeah. Although I can't the, believe Bill Alfonso never got a job in WWE, like a legit job. Like, after this, you mean? Yeah, like, yeah, as a character. Like, like, to come back as a character, yeah. Who's that, JV? I'm talking about Fonzie. Fonzo. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. Fon- Fonzie was a referee for them, and that never came back. I don't I don't know why, either. Because I know like, he's... Yeah, why didn't he, he show up when WWF started, like... Maybe he was all fucked up at the time or something, you know? Maybe well, I know, I know he's... I've heard Fonzie basically say that, like, he loves Vince McMahon legit because Vince McMahon put him through rehab. So I have no idea why he wouldn't try to get back there. But, you know, maybe it's we'll like when um, when Raven rehab. showed back up and Vince was like, who the fuck rehired Raven? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Raven put him through. Vince paid for all that? No, Vince, no, Vince paid for Fonzie. Fonzie. Yeah. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. I mean, remember two weeks ago we were talking about and I said, don't do drugs, kids. Uh, Fon- no, Fonzie I, I, yeah, has a drug problem, did. so yeah, yeah, they put him through. He, they put him through. Don't uh, count on me to ever remember anything. <laughs> that's a good point. Um, <laughs> Jericho, Jericho used Electric Head Part Two from White Zombie. Okay, 
All right, cool. We'll use that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll type it into the the dock. Yeah. They circle one another. They tie up in the center of the ring. I like those tights on Jericho. Those are pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, those are good tights. They're like basic, but cool. Oh. Yeah, I think he wears those in WCW. So we got a match here. Taz Jericho. This is cool. Fujiwara armbar. It's not a Fujiwara armbar. What's Joey Cock talking about? That's a cross arm breaker. <laughs> Calm Joey out. What's the I difference, Rick? What's the difference? All right, cross arm breaker is what you just saw. Both guys laying on their back. Uh, arm, but Taz had Jericho's arm between his legs. Fujiwara armbar. Uh, Jericho's down on his stomach. Taz lies beside him, wrenches the shoulder back and up. Mm. It's named after uh, Yoshiaki Fujiwara, who invented it or innovated it in the seventies. Actually, I think I mentioned I did on the on the previous oh, Quality Control Center Pro Wrestling Fujiwara Gumi, same yep. guy. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely did. We still have Alfonso with his orange tinted white dirty we don't know. <laughs> yeah. T shirt on. Uh, not T shirt, but his uh short sleeve uh might have been red shirt. and might have been yeah. red then bleached. Yeah, maybe he got creative. Bleached, yeah. No, accidentally he just maybe German two blanks one two. As on the outside of the ring. Here. Referee telling Jericho to back up. Yep. Oh, I love that spot. Innovative moves by Jericho at the time. Notice, though, he springboarded up to the top rope. When he gets yep. to WWF, he does it off the second rope. Second rope, yeah. Probably not as confident at that point. Yep. Just being more cautious. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it's like, I'm not fucking up this deal here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to throw caution to the wind in a sweaty bingo hall in Philly, but... Oh, that's you know. where he gets noticed. <laughs> yeah. Well, Madison Square Garden, I'm not fucking that up. Yeah. Well, it, makes, it makes sense. You know, you're on a bigger stage. Yeah. Hmm. You take the risk to get there. Once you're there, you drop that risk level. <laughs> exactly. Suplex into the ring. Nice. I love how he turned it kind of into like a snap suplex in the end, like a rollover. Like Eddie Guerrero's Three Amigos type mm -hmm. deal. Yeah, big splash from Jericho to Taz. And Jericho's in control here. Taz not looking so menacing right now. So they're already putting Jericho over as being a lot more competitive than Mikey Whipwreck, even though you know, Mikey Whipwreck was injured. Lion Salt. Awesome. Two count, though. Come on, ref. <laughs> Jericho's not happy with the referee. Two jerk-offs standing up while everybody else is basically sitting down in the, front, in the third row. I always hate that. 
Like, when everybody else is sitting down, why are you standing up? Some guy standing there in the uh, Fonzie Must Die shirt, right, in front, <laughs> right on the side, hoping, hoping Fonzie says something to him. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice bridge off the Northern Lights. That was great. Oh, super kick. Thrust kick, as it's called. Whoa! Oh, that was a great spot. Taz going for a suplex. Jericho flips out, lands on his feet, and Taz takes the bump. Jericho nails him with a clothesline. Taz is down. It's funny how Jericho's still like the same. Like not obviously physically, like an appearance, but the mannerisms. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so crazy to think. You know, it's 2023. He's wrestling. Yeah. This is 1996. None of these people are wrestling still that we're seeing on this show. Oh. All right, so dropped on his neck. So you know, yeah, continuing he, with that Taz gimmick. Actually, no. I misstated there. It seems like what we're doing here is putting the Chris Benoit gimmick on Taz. It's being this dangerous suplex threat. Yeah. Hey, Jericho didn't want to end the match. Said fuck that and just goes right after Taz. Taz, oh. Gains the upper hand. Another German. Fonzie's fucking the ropes over there. <laughs> oh, he's locked in. I love it. Oh, I love got the Haas. Yeah, I love Go the ahead. line from Joey. No bridge, all impact. It's over, buddy. <laughs> Joey Styles is frustrated with the blowing of the whistle. He doesn't want... Fonzie to blow. He wants Fonzie to swallow. <laughs> blow that whistle. Swallow that whistle. This is episode 69. <laughs> yeah, here we go. Another one. Don't swallow the whistle. Don't blow the whistle. Swallow it. Deep throat Fonzie. All right. Anyway, let's stop there. Okay. Gone too far. It is called the extreme cast for a reason. <laughs> it is. <laughs> We are much more extreme here than on the bottom line wrestling cast. I think. I think we are. More free form here. The yeah, definitely more free form. Damn. Hey, here comes the eliminators. The muscle. Yeah, as I said, this is more. I was just watching wrestling. Oh, Pillman's here. What's he got? On? What's he got? A rope for a belt? The fucking <laughs> Tom Sawyer? Huck Finn? <laughs> Holy shit. Tazplex. On, was that Damien Stone? Little yeah, Guido? Little Guido. Soon to be Little Guido. Right? Coming up. How does he get the name? I think he just... Uh, uh, pops it. You, you'll see. Yeah, probably <laughs> oh, just cool. There's a story it. behind it. Nice. There, there, yeah. Oh. 
Jesus, they're trying to kill El Puerto Rican. Yeah. No respect for the Puerto Rican. Last last episode, ta- oh, was it ta- dumped him on his head. Yeah. <laughs> like on yeah. the concrete. Like- right. And now, again on the concrete. Into the guardrail, down to the concrete. Somebody hey, just this? carried him out. Knock off 911? Who's this guy? Who's this big dude? I can't see his face. All right, we got a lot of guys out here. Shane Douglas out here trying to go after Pillman. The Pipples. Oh, who is that guy? I've seen him before. Some lumberjack dude here. Yeah. (laughs) Black black t-shirt on with, like, demolition gear on. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, like demolition. Here comes the asshole. Who the fuck is this guy? Anyway. Taz is looking at Shane like, yo, you don't want to fuck with me, brother. <laughs> Boy, that, that was more Snooker. Yeah, I was say, that sounded a lot like Snooker. <laughs> hey, they used to be partners. <laughs> I jungle, now you jungle. <laughs> yeah. All right, so Jericho's down, and Jericho's getting love from the ECW baby faces. Just weird to see Shane Douglas as a baby face at this point. Mm-hmm. Gangsta's Paradise preview here for the home video. All right, so a little break here. Rick, uh, you said you've been checking out the the earlier episodes of yes, the sir. Extreme ECW livecast, which you had already checked out before originally, right? Oh, oh yeah, this is my yeah. second go-around. Yeah. Where are you currently at? Um, I am in um, 94. Uh, I think. Let's see. Yeah, October, November. Lead, lead up to November to remember 94. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. But going back, going back through, I hear things and I'm like, oh, I can fill in info. I can fill in info. Damn it. Why didn't I do this before? Hey. Do some like retro QCCs. <laughs> yeah. Revisionist. Well, the the shoot interview I was listening to with uh, Todd Gordon. There's so much stuff that he talks about in like '92, '93 that I'm like, oh, if they ever do a retro, I, I got info. <laughs> <laughs> well, we actually do still have to do an episode that we hadn't done, and those are the the episodes prior to episode one and two. Oh yeah. Remember they had a few. Yeah, there's, the, a, there's a special that has the, a bunch the of the best of '92 stuff. Yeah, yeah, we still have to do that. Oh, perfect! So I think that should be a special that you gotta be on then. Oh, absolutely! Yeah. So you can and just address it, fill it in while we're watching it. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll plan to do that. Not, not immediately, but sometimes. Yeah, at some point. Yeah. Just another night being advertised. What a name! I like it. Just so random. <laughs> That's another thing I think WWF ripped off is just making up names for different pay-per-views. Yeah. ECW had some good names for like random but good names. Yeah, for random shows, type names. Yeah, like they have one I want to say it's in 97 it's called Mountaintop Madness. <laughs> this background music is pretty cool. Yeah, what is this? Probably like Mob Deep or something. Yeah. 
Goody Mob? Yeah, maybe it's Goody Mob. Is it Goody Mob? I don't know. I don't know. I'm just I'm just trying to think of something that you it could looked, be. I think you looked up something like this. It yeah, said maybe. it was Goody Mob. Yeah, it could be. Alright, here comes the champ. Looking like a chump. With the gout. On his crutches with the gout, yeah. Eating too much Korean seafood. Eating too much laum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. <laughs> that was good. Alright, I, I was gonna pull on my, uh. My Fredo, but I won't. <laughs> I can do things. Yeah, it's right. yeah. I can make jokes. <laughs> oh man, look at her. Mm -hmm. I want to keep them separated. <laughs> I can think of some stuff to separate. Yeah. <laughs> separate those cheeks. Separate those. Se separate oh, her. Separate her from that skirt. <laughs> Lance is going nuts. What the fuck? It's all hyped up. Yeah, that, that was that was a, that was a coke promo. <laughs> <laughs> it's all coke up. Yeah. Two, three, four. We played this before. So. Cool, yeah. Yes, you did. We we played two Coolio songs, right? This yeah. one. Oh, yeah. maybe three. Fantastic Voyage. I think we would. Oh yeah. Fantastic Voyage. This one. And did we play? Yeah, we already played Dangerous Paradise. Yeah. 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 A dangerous mind. Gangsta's Paradise. Hey, I think the same thing. I just see Michelle Pfeiffer whenever I hear that song. Yep. For the music Hurts. video. Anytime I sit on a chair like that, that's what I think of it. Then I'm like, nah, I feel like a pussy. I can't sit on the chair like that. You do that as a teacher? What? Like, what do you mean? How she, how she sits on the chair. On the chair? Like, on the desk? No, a chair. She like, takes like the chair in the music video and she turns it around. Like AC Slater? Yeah. Nah, I don't do that shit. Hey, hey guys! <laughs> like, fuck that, no. Let me talk to you, Timmy. <laughs> Kids even have chairs? No, they get the desk combo. Desk yeah. chair combo shit. Two and one. Yeah. It's like a little prison. <laughs> yeah, keep them contained. It's <laughs> Lance right talking here. What's this haircut gotta say? I always love that slang term. Haircut. Look at this haircut. You guys know what I'm talking about, or am I just fucking talking nonsense? I have heard no that before. What the fuck you're talking about. Yeah, I've never heard that either. You never heard that? Nope. Look at this haircut. Alright, fucking, I gotta look it up now so I don't sound like a dumb. Making shit up. I'm making shit up. <laughs> oh, this is, uh, this is Rick's, uh, thing, right? The, the ba, 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 Ray shirt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is where we first noticed that Rick Slint. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> that was a nice. On TV anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, Jesus. That's not nice, man. Dreamer, Sandman, Douglas Triangle. Tommy Dreamer, turned on by Shane Douglas. Caned by the Sandman. Nailed the Sandman in the eye during an I Quit match. 
That's I'm actually at this point in um in the my re-listen, and you guys are shitting on it so bad. What is it? Let's see. Um, it's the oh like, yeah. He gets blind. I, I I haven't got to this point, but we we got to the point where where he, uh, Dreamer blinds him. In the and backstage. You guys like, Come on, don't be a pussy. Like, stop <laughs> crying. He was tr- he was he just caged you. Why why are you sad that you blinded him? <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Hello, Beulah. Yeah, that was shitty. <laughs> Hey, you got a lot of fucking pro- promos here. Yeah, got Oh, there's a the shitty Fonzie fucking... shirt. Yeah, here's the yep. Lance here. He doesn't want to say anything. Yeah, fucking the dummy from uh, Night of the Living Dummy. Yeah. <laughs> Slappy. Slappy. <laughs> it's an R.L. Stein book, no? Yeah, Goosebumps. Yeah. Oh, shit. Hey man, I fucking know haircuts a thing, but I can't find it. <laughs> it's probably an urban dictionary or something. Fucking phony. Whatever, it's from like the 80s or something. Making shit up. Ah, favorite song. Shane Douglas. This is, this is such a badass tune. It's awesome. Blue Meanie, oh man. This episode was over. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Raven versus the franchise. One fall, one hour time limit. At the big ass. One hour. That's not gonna so be an hour. What's crisp? The all like, the font in like that. Oh yeah, it looks clear. Yeah. Good. Kimona. 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 <laughs> no, sorry. Sorry. Well played. No, that's a good one. <laughs> hey, it's, it's 69. Mm-hmm. It's going to stick with the theme here. I don't know if this one can be published on the free feed one day. <laughs> but I have to keep this at a paywall. This is, this one's behind the paywall, yeah. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, jeez, Joey. Don't make us feel bad here. Joey's saying we need a birth certificate to make sure she's legal. Got a big belly button. <laughs> just had to point that out. <laughs> I, I didn't quite know how to come back from that. <laughs> she might be into a, a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Fuck my belly button. <laughs> what? <laughs> what am I doing here? That sign say in the front? Uh, it says Dean. Loyalty is spelled T O M M Y. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Let me see the Dean. Still yeah. sticking with that Dean shit. Has like, a gout. Has a, he's like, I don't know what that means. He doesn't say has gout. He says has a gout. Like he has a gout. Like he has. He has. You know. Uh, 
a fracture. Yeah. Stevie's actually injured at this point, too. With yeah, a his, fractured orbital bone. Yeah, his, I was going to say his eye. And that was from a Taz match. Uh-oh. Jane's not happy. Too fucking bad, Raven. Yeah, what's this bullshit? Yeah, tell him. These people paid money. I want to know what the shirt is that Raven's wearing. Yeah, I've, I've seen that shirt numerous times. Yeah. I would imagine some band. I was going to say band or maybe a comic. I think it says Melvins. Oh, the Melvins, okay. Yeah, it's, yeah the rock band Melvins, right? The band, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it is a cool shirt, comic book style. Kind of looks like a white zombie, Rob Zombie type yeah. thing, you know? Yeah. Girl with horns and shit. <laughs> Raven hopping along there. <laughs> Fucking wooden leg. Hey, and the match is on, I guess. Raven's at fucking, alright. I'll defend my title. I got a whole shit to... I have a whole crew of people here. Might as well. They're gonna help me out. There's no rules here. <laughs> and if I get DQ'd, then I keep the title. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And we're on the outside of the ring, and Raven is whipping Shane into the guardrail. So, I'm looking at the fans here, and I don't see um, a crackhead guy. But just to go back to QCC, crackhead guy is Dreads, right? Uh, is that I the same guy? Or is I think so. Did the, I can't remember the track. Did the crackhead guy have it? Have Dreads? I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. Okay, then possibly, because I, I mean, I can see that dude being like, "Yeah, I could do this shit," and then yeah, hems, he's, hems and him he's, up. And he's not around anymore, so maybe he's yeah. like. All boo boo faced, and like, I'm not going anymore. <laughs> you could. That's so funny, though. Like, if it really is him, that totally makes sense with what we've seen of him on this show of oh, yeah. trying to get himself over as a character. Then he goes into the wrestling school thinking that he's gonna fucking do something. <laughs> he gets fucking choked out. <laughs> that's great. So the action continues in the ring, and no, oh, not for long. Raven just squares punch right into Shane Douglas' head. Shane Douglas falls back to the guardrail. So for somebody injured with a gout, <laughs> he's pretty much in control of this matchup.
All right, so referees counting Shane Douglas out. We got to give a 10 count for JV. Haven't heard him in a bit. <laughs> JV, you down and out? No, I, I was talking <laughs> the whole time. I, I hit mute and I didn't. Oh, fuck. What were you oh, saying? I fucking unmuted. I'll just call an action. <laughs> to yourself. That bump like didn't the, look comfortable. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Not, well, not a whole lot of action, actually, to call, though. No, right? no. Everything's just... No. Oh, shit, that was a botched spot by Douglas. Oh, my God. Shane, you're not fucking Chris Jericho. What was that? Springboards off the second rope. <laughs> I'm, imp I'm impressed that. that he didn't kill himself. Yeah. <laughs> He's not nimble like that. No. no. He's not young, either. How old is Shane Douglas at this point, Rick? Uh, 30? He's got to be in his 30s, yeah. Yeah. Because, I mean, he was he was wrestling like... 89. 88, uh, right? Say, no, he started oh, like... Oh, before, 80, right? 84. So he'd been wrestling for like 10 years at this point, so he's got to be in his mid-30s. Yeah, he's got to be basically the same age as Cactus Jack, right? Yeah, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah, early 30s. Uh, let's see. Um, he would be 32. Oh, there's okay. Corona yeah. getting involved. It's up two. About time. Oh, what's she doing? Scratching. Oh, chain. Oh, frames. Franchise setting her up. Is he gonna spank her? Yeah, he's gonna spank her. Her ass go. is hanging out. Oh, yeah. Holy That's shit! Free. One, two, three. Three slaps to the ass. While he also positioned her face in his crotch. Yeah. Chain's got she a boner. Yeah, she's all turned on. Look at her. She's, yeah. she's arching that. Oh. She's arching that back like she's on the stage. Yeah, and she's like humping the Ooh. ring mat. Now she's uh -oh. up. <laughs> Chain's like, okay. What we got here? <laughs> Chain kisses her <laughs> and then throws her down. Oh wow. Oh man. God. LBT with a BB. Butt. <laughs> yeah. Well played. That's the best kind. <laughs> ECW. <laughs> this is what you watched for <laughs> when, when you're 13 years old. Yeah, 11 for me. <laughs> This is, yeah. This this is the now hold the blanket up a little bit just to cover the screen. <laughs> yeah. Case. No, I, I wasn't watching some Korean girl get spanked. <laughs> oh, Shane Douglas was set up in the corner. Raven went to attack him with the steel chair, but Molino got tossed in the way and took the chair shot. So he's down. Now Shane has a hold of one of Raven's crutches. Of course, here comes the fucking blue meanie. Bouncing uh, around. So I just, because there's not much going on, I just yeah. did a little re little research on uh, on Kimona. Mm -hmm. She is 19 at this point. What? Wow. Yep. Damn. She was born in 1976 in November. So at this point, she would have been 19. Shit. Now, today, that's, like, no difference for our ages, but at the time, 
19 compared to an 11 or a 13-year-old, a 12-year-old. She's only 60. Yeah, she's like six, but seven years older than you. Ooh. That's a huge difference back then, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> when a girl is one year older than you when you're a kid, that seems like so so much older. I know. It's intimidating. Yeah. When I was a... When I was a freshman in high school, I made out with a junior at homecoming. <laughs> oh, look at you. Yeah. And that was like, holy shit. Man, I can't claim now, that. Are the chairs, are the chairs <laughs> the same? Or are these, like, you know what I mean? You mean, like, are these, like, wind? Japan tables and regular tables? These seem like legit chairs. Yeah. Honest, honestly, Japan chairs look different, but they're basically the same. You hit. I actually seen guys like, um, when Mike Awesome, I've seen his stuff in Japan, where mm -hmm. he's, like, hit a dude in the head with the chair and it breaks the seat off and the seat goes flying. So they're, they're real chairs that break. <laughs> oh, little lower level clothesline. Come on, chain. Get the win here. Oh no, of course not. Nope. It's a good match, though. It is. Yeah. And for a match that we didn't think was going to happen initially, they put and it that, on, man. And that started really slow, you know, with not a lot of action. Right. It's really picking up. Prisoner's about to pick up, see? Okay. Anyway. Douglas set up in the corner. Chairs on the small of his back. DDT on a steel chair. It's over. Night, night time. Three. One, two, three. Even flowed. Of course. You, they don't call it. Well, we talked about this last time, right? They don't call it that until... No, they gotta call it even flow in ECW, right? I don't think so. I think I think it's, it's always WCW? just the DVD. I, I, always, I think it's just always the DDT. It's when they get to WCW, it becomes his, uh, the even flow. Man, I'm like revisionist history on this one. No exactly. Mandela effect. I was just going to say the Mandela effect, yeah. There was a point where I totally forgot that Raven was even in WWE. You know, back when we were doing our Hurricane Rana pro wrestling podcast, the topic of Raven came up, and I totally blanked that he was in WWE. You mean, you mean after? <laughs> in 2001. Like I was gonna say the invasion, yeah. Yeah. That that was the Vince McMahon. Who the hell rehired Raven? <laughs> right. <laughs> I totally had forgotten about it until one of the uh, the co-hosts was like, "Yeah, he was in WWE." I was like, "Oh fuck!" I guess I wasn't really paying attention. <laughs> it's that invasion vehicle. Invasion angle sucked at the time. Oh, absolutely. JV and I have come to like it now since we re redid it covered it on the bottom line wrestling cast though mm -hmm. Austin's just hilarious during that time kumbaya <laughs> yeah <laughs> alright we got the Bruise Brothers now in the ring attacking Tommy and Shane so Tommy came in to help out Shane and we get uh, yep. Bruise so Brothers what's the over under the Tommy's testicles are going to get bashed again <laughs> <laughs> there it comes setting it up 
for a dude who took as many nut shots in the in, in his career as Tommy Dreamer did, it's amazing he could reproduce. Does he have kids? Yeah, <laughs> he, yeah he has two daughters oh, with, okay. uh, with Beulah. Question. They're twins. Oh, but still. okay. Yeah. Oh, Actually, wow. I saw a, a, a more recent photo of Beulah. Still good, right? Oh, that, that she's a MILF. Yeah. Guaranteed. Still. Because yeah. she's aged gracefully. That's the thing. She didn't go with the plastic surgery yeah. like Missy Hyatt. Oh, she looks like something different now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, speaking, so speaking meanwhile. of Missy Hyatt, I have I have a bit of info when she shows up. So go on. <laughs> All right, so meanwhile, Sandman came in and he cleared house with the uh, Singapore cane. And then what we just saw here was Shane Douglas do a big splash onto Raven's leg with the steel chair. With the gout? Yeah, on the gout. <laughs> he, splashed, he splashed the gout. <laughs> he splashed the guy. Just like picture like it exploding, like big pus ball coming out or something. Yeah, I know. That's exactly <laughs> what I was picturing too. <laughs> It looks like Sandman's setting up to hit Shane Douglas, but we got this unlikely alliance going on here, right? Tommy, yeah. Sandman, Shane Douglas, all all together in the ring, seemingly not trusting each other, but hey, they got to team up against Raven's Flock, yeah. Raven's Nest, whatever they're called here in ECW. Is it the Nest in ECW and the Flock in WCW? Yeah, yeah, it's the Nest here. <laughs> That's a evil. Yeah, Shane Douglas is like, I'm really the bad guy here. <laughs> They're all fucking bad guys, as we've talked about, though. I don't know what motivates any of these guys. Do they want to be the champion? Do they want to bang chicks? Like, what do they want to do? Both. Yeah. You just want to fuck people up. Yeah, both. <laughs> Whatever they want. Yeah. Just here for a good time. Mm. The the old if you if you can pass a drug test, you don't belong in this locker room. <laughs> I can't quite hear what Shane's saying to Sand Man. I don't know. Sam, Shane Douglas pleading and then laughing. Oh, like a little kid. Reminds me of a kid lying to the teacher. <laughs> Shane Douglas is a fucking, like, Eddie Haskell. He really is. Like, ah, I'll say the right thing when I need to, and then be like, ha, ah, I got away with it, you fucking loser. And that ends the episode. That was a fun jam-packed episode, man. Holy moly. I felt like one. we watched, like, a whole pay-per-view or something right there. Yeah, I know. It was jam-packed with good matches. That was a good one. Good episode. Great episode, I'd say. Yeah. I'd say a great episode. Yeah, and we don't always get great relative. episodes. Yeah, relative so. to what we cover. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, so with that said, we're going to take a break, and we said we are going to play... Whose theme was it? Was it not? Uh, Jericho's. Jericho's theme. So that was White Zombie Electric Head Part 2? Yeah, Part 2. The Ecstasy, I think, is the subtitle or whatever. All right, so we got Jericho's theme coming up here, so take a listen. And we'll be back with April 2nd, 1996. 
punch him out, man. back now for the second half of the Extreme ECW Livecast, and we are moving on to April 2nd, 1996, ECW Hardcore TV, episode 154, and these matches are going to be from the March 30th, 1996 ECW Arena show, so let's get right into it, we've got a runtime of about 53 minutes, 55 seconds on this episode, and once again, joined with Rick Beebe here, JV as always, you guys ready to get into this one? Yes. All right. I'll give a countdown. Three down to one. Actually, I want to make sure my shit's ready to go before I say that, actually. Everybody has their set shit set up? Okay. Yep. All right. I'll give a t- countdown. Three to one. Then say play. When I say play, let's click play. Three, two, one, play. All right. We're in the ECW arena. Joey Styles is hyped for this one. Much different than the beginning of the previous episode. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah, this is because psyched. this is the opening of a whole new show. So, Big Ass Bash is over. Big Ass Extreme Bash is over. We're back here weeks later at the ECW Arena. Oh, yeah. Guy in the front Watch. row has the Brian Pillman uh, <laughs> hotline on a sign. <laughs> they probably just saw that episode. Yeah. <laughs> that we watched. Yep. Hey, I, I forgot to go to the bathroom at the break, so I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> forgot to go. <laughs> All right, so we got Damien Kane in the ring with Lady Alexandra. Mm-hmm. This guy's funny. I, he's like I love EC- Damien Kane. He's like ECW's Albano. <laughs> Very much so, yeah. <laughs> I love how brash he is, too. Fucking say whatever he wants. Oh, yeah, he has no filter. I'd like to see Lady Alexandra with her hair tied back, not these bangs. Yeah, she. I think she has a pretty face. It's just the you bangs kind of hide it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the crowd chanting, yeah, shut the shut, fuck up. Yeah, they're like, shut the fuck up, Damien. He's a heat seeker. 
Yeah. Is doing what he's supposed Damn, to. Damn, those things are ready to pop out. Oh my god, yes. Please pop. <laughs> mm -hmm. Now, were they an item, Damien? Oh, What's that? All right. They're married. Did I miss anything? Oh, uh, that's what I thought. Yeah, they're uh, married. Just... As far as I know, they're still married. Ooh, oh, wow. I like her. I was going to say, you're just missing out on uh, some Lady Alexandra Tatas. Yeah. Like it a lot. We were just saying, though, like, she looks. Obviously, she's pretty, but the bangs do her an injustice, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, victim of the times. Yeah. She's got nice eyes, too. Like, yeah. Yeah, she's pretty. Striking yeah. eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Man, you know she's down to party if she's married to fucking Damien Kane. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had told, uh, JV, I had told Rick that Damien Kane's like DCW uh, Captain Lou Albano. <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> you missed, you missed the crowd chant and shut the fuck up at him, too, JV. <laughs> You ain't got the balls, Joey. This guy definitely blows gaggers off her back. <laughs> if viewpoint existed back then, there'd be videos of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why is the quality going in and out of these episodes? Yeah, the color oh, yeah. just changed. And it's usually when a song is played. Well, Immigrant Song. Oh, that's song a good one. one. Well, we haven't played the Immigrant Song, right? I don't I know if we, we have. We I feel did. like we have. Oh, yeah. did we? That's El Porto Rocanos. Yeah. I feel like somebody else came out, comes out to it, and you did play it at one point. All right, I'll search my... Because I've been cataloging it. Oh, good. Only the episodes that are on the uh, free feed. <laughs> I've run into some instances where we played a song like three times. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna it's gonna be like a yearly tradition to play November Rain and November Rim to yeah. November Time. Oh that's fine. Yeah, it's a good song. Yeah. <laughs> Alright, Led Zeppelin, come on, where's Led? Well, if if we played it, it hasn't been on anything up until uh, after '95. All right. After April '95. I definitely feel like we have. Was '95? It might have been. Was it before or after we picked our what what our theme song would be? What do you mean? Remember, we each pick like off. You know, if we were wrestling ECW, oh, this time, we I don't think we on the free feed. We haven't done that yet. That that uh, might be where it was. Okay. Now that now that you, now that JV says that, yeah, you might be right. Yeah, JV, that's probably the one. Did you pick it? No, I I, I think you picked it. Oh, yeah, maybe I did pick it. Yeah, I did. Yeah, because yeah, I definitely like, come from the land of the ice and it's not one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that... I don't remember what I picked. Fucking Lord of the Rings music. Rocky? <laughs> yeah, probably. Or I picked something like... 
stupid <laughs> to, to fucking be a goblin. Oh, some Beck. Here comes Mikey. Yeah. In the time of chimpanzees, I was a monkey. Mikey looking slim. Yeah. Well, the neck collar never does any good. No. It's like wearing a turtleneck. Yeah. <laughs> Man, damn turtlenecks. I had like <laughs> two of my grade school picture day pictures with me wearing a turtleneck in a sweater over it. That was the that was the shit at the time. <laughs> yeah. Nice with a turtleneck and a sweater on top of it. Yep. <sighs> The fuck was the idea of the turtleneck? I just think like some out woman had something? like a fucking cock fetish and like put these got put these on guys, <laughs> and the turtleneck just kind of makes you look like a big dick. <laughs> and then girls liked it because it just reminds them of the dick subconsciously. <laughs> so they love when turtlenecks caught on until guys were like, "Enough!" <laughs> yeah. Can't wear this. There's too many other guys looking at me weird. Can't. <laughs> Thing is, they came anymore. back then. Yeah. They, you know, they came back. They were it's popular like in like the early 90s. Yeah. Then they came back in the late 90s because of the fucking gap. And all this stupid turtleneck shit and the rib sweaters and shit. Mm-hmm. Sweater vests. Yeah. Well, yeah, man. I was big on the sweater vest, too. So Old Navy I. sweater vest. And the gap ones, too. Yep. Same company, but. I had an orange one. Everyone had an orange one, I think. I used to get these polos from JC Penny, where instead of buttons on the polo, it was, a, it was they were like zippers. Z- yeah. <laughs> they don't make those anymore. Uh, they make sweaters like that, though. The sweaters. Yeah, but they're it. like sweaters. They're not like polos. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So we got Mikey and Damian Kane. I think. guess it's a good reason why we're talking about turtlenecks and sweaters and JC Penny. Yeah, we have a little rant there. <laughs> Lady Alexandra grabbing Mikey's Look, leg. And that cameraman just won an Oscar. <laughs> what? Like Data from the Goonies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I need to see that movie. I don't. It sounds, what? Awesome. It sounds pretty cool. It's, I don't know. Maybe I don't know what the fuck's cool anymore. No, you do. I don't. Too immature <laughs> to like, appreciate a good movie. Yeah. Like, give me fucking Iron Man 6. <laughs> I used to be, like, so into movies that I would just watch every movie that was nominated. Now I don't give a fuck. Like the fucking whale? Oh, fuck. I just want to watch, like, WWF Superstars from 1990 now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going back to my childhood now. Nothing new. Let me just watch old shit. <laughs> that's, why, that's why we're sitting here watching ECW from 1996. Exactly. <laughs> He took that oh. little, uh, took it on his head a little hard. Oh, nice. Whatever Mikey's move is called. <laughs> the Franken Mikey. The Franken Mikey. And I knew I was going to fuck it up. Mikey Karana. Although I, I was going to say, I, yeah, the Mikey Karana's. I, I like that better, honestly. Because to me, a Frankensteiner is more or less when you do it the way Scott Steiner used to do it, not yeah. like the top rope, you know? Yeah. Wow, that Finally, just kicked off the, the show. Jeez. All right, so 
Hey, good way to kick off the show. Damian Kane gets some tatas right away. Mikey gets his win back after losing. Mm-hmm. Losing a cactus. Man, I never knew what the fuck Rob Zombie was saying in this song. Back in the day. I probably still don't know what he's saying, but uh Ooh, Missy. But you know, JV well knows as has been documented here, bottom line WrestleCast. I don't know lyrics to shit. Mm-hmm. I'm just fucking yapping every time I sing. Anyway. There's JV Styles in the house right there. JV, you need to get a retro suit like that. <laughs> Halloween, you're gonna be Joey Styles. Just <laughs> people won't know where you are. Is this is this JV from the nineties? <laughs> that probably has that tie. <laughs> Yeah, who am I kidding? I'm, I'm saying this is you. This is that's your dad. Joey Styles is your dad. <laughs> <laughs> Except your dad always had a mustache. Yeah, everyone's dad had a mustache. Back then. <laughs> I've never not seen him without one. My dad just never not had a mustache either. Hellacious beard. I don't think my dad ever had just a mustache. He had beard. No, he had like the five o'clock shadow thing because oh, my okay. mom, my mom hated him with facial hair. So, oh, he wanted a little bit, but not, <laughs> not overt. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he did grow a beard once, and it was kind of weird because never used to seeing him with a beard, you know. Yeah, I'm basically always clean shaven. Yeah. I really have facial hair. I used to do facial hair in my early twenties. I had like goatee. Goatee's not cool anymore, so I can't do that. No. They were never cool. Yes, they were. Stone Cold Steve Austin, brother. Well, one guy had them. <laughs> Goldberg. <laughs> and he wasn't cool. Well, I always did the goatee just the, like the bottom. Just the chin part? Yeah, just like the chin soul part. Soul patch? No, not a soul patch, but like, you know, you saw me. Fucking, and just yeah, the, yeah, I know what it chin. is. I'm trying to articulate. But it wasn't a soul patch. Words. Yeah, no. What's the soul patch? Just it was just like everything without the, the mustache part. The soul patch is that little that little piece right below your lip that goes down to your chin. Yeah, the yeah, little yeah, like fucking right. I don't know, nineteen nineties rock star thing. Yeah, like fucking Trent Reznor or something. Uh, Frank Zappa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Even better. <laughs> I gotta yeah. Google this. What's the? It's called the fucking David Arquette. You had the, <laughs> you, you had the chin puff. But not puffy, though. It was groomed. It wasn't like fucking Jim the Evil Nighthawk. Yeah, baby. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we got a gangsters action going on here. And we have Chad Austin, who we haven't seen in a long time. This is lukewarm Chad Austin. Warm. Actually, he came out, and I, don't, I didn't see it, I didn't hear it, but from what I read, he came out and he said that he's Stone Cold Chad Austin. So that brings everything full circle for us. Because at this point here in April, Austin had just become Stone Cold in WWE, WWF. Back of his head's all bloody. 
Yeah. He has a buzz cut now. He doesn't have his mullet anymore. That's true, yeah. Mustafa's fucking up Blue Meanie, as he should. New Jack's just trying to not get arrested outside the ring. <laughs> yeah. It's like, I'm just happy to be here and get paid. I, I might fuck this up real quick. <laughs> be cautious. It's like, there's that one cop here with the leather jacket around somewhere. <laughs> Gotta watch out for that guy. You know that guy was on a take. A fucking leather jacket cop. With the big nightstick. Yep. He probably wasn't even a real cop anymore. He just had his fucking outfit still. Mustafa having a seizure? Yeah, what's he doing? What's he waiting for? Oh, right. We're setting up for <laughs> okay. a tag team move. Look at these tag team specialists. <laughs> Power slam into New Jack diving off top rope with the steel chair slamming into Chad Austin. And Chad Austin takes the pinfall. One, two, three. The gangsters win. I can't remember. Match of all killers. I can't believe. I can't remember if they called that the one eight seven at this point, or if that was when later on when New Jack starts doing a diving headbutt off the top rope. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that look like there. It looks. I'm pretty sure that's the first time we've seen that move. So. Yeah. I don't think they're calling it yet. Calling it anything yet? Uh, Mustafa. Yeah, what's he doing? He's. He's, he? he's like the Red Rooster. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Terry Taylor. It's cock and a walk. Are the gangsters, the gangsters, are the gangsters even going to be here next week? All right, New Jack, let's try to hear this if it's coherent. They don't bleep every other word. <laughs> I love when New Jack's on. Hope, hope we're getting an extended stay for the gangsters at this point. Not gone next month. Yeah, no kidding. And this is supposed to be big time feud, if I remember, right? Eliminated uh, yeah. his gangsters. I I literally just grabbed one of my DVDs because I'm like, I know there's a there's a match from that should be coming up from uh with the. Gangsters and the Eliminators. And that, even at one point down the road... It's in August, but anyways. Becomes like New Jack and Cronus, right? Isn't New Jack and Cronus a tag team? Yeah, the Gangstonators. Yeah, the Gangstonators. <laughs> that's, like, that's like in like 98 or something. But. Yeah, much later. Mm. Man, there's still so much to go. Love it. I know. I love how we're like... Now we're in the middle of it. Yep. Like I, oh, like, this, I all right. okay. like I said, this is when they they're in their stride, you know. Yep. Oh, the Lulu. The Lulu. Lulu Temple. Plymouth meeting. Right, that's April twentieth, four twenty. Rob Van Dam's gonna be on that show. 
Gotta be. Raven versus the franchise advertised. You're all I need. Have we played that? No, we haven't. Is it's that like Mary J. Blige? Or... Yeah, we need to get some hip hop on there again. Yeah. Well, there's the original version, which would be Marvin Gaye, but. Uh... Or Aretha. There's Aretha Franklin. You're... Oh, this is uh, the... that was no, the Method you're Man. Right. Pretty sure it right? was Marvin Gaye. Yeah. The original Method though was Marvin Gaye. Yeah, the original was Marvin Gaye. Then there was Aretha Franklin. The hip hop one is Mary J. Blige in uh, Method Man. That's the other. Part. I knew Mary J. Blige. I couldn't think. I was gonna say ODB. I'm like, that don't seem right. Well, it's yeah. close. It was Wu Tang. Yeah, Wu Tang. All right, we'll put that as the outro. Do some method, man. Sabu shitty ass shirt. There it is again. Mm -hmm. It looks like a video game character. Huge ass chest, little legs. The Dark Riders. The Dark Riders. Alright, this sounds like an assignment for Rick BB. Oh, <laughs> the Dark I, Riders. I don't know who they are. Black Barton the Punisher. <laughs> All I know is I think they're from Smoky Mountain Wrestling. Billy Black. Oh, Billy Black. Oh, no, that, yeah. What did I say, Black Bart? Yeah. That's, a, that's totally different. <laughs> Alright, so you got Billy Black in the, in the ring right now against Saturn. And yeah, he, uh, he was in Japan, and he was in Smoky Mountain, uh, teaming with Joel Deaton as the Wild Bunch. Oh, but Joel Deaton. That sounds familiar. Uh, Joel Who's Deaton Joel was Deaton? one of the Thunderfoots in uh, Crockett. Okay. Yep. But uh, the man on the... Uh, his partner, I should say, on the apron, I don't know if you can tell, but uh, he goes on to be somebody pretty note noteworthy. Oh. Uh. Uh, the guy that just dives off the top rope? Yeah. Alright, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, he's gonna uh, he's gonna show up in uh, about a year or so in WWF as part of the Truth Commission. Oh, okay. The um, I know exactly which one. Put fucking yep. names. And then and then he shows up again later on, teaming with um. Boss man, yeah, and then he teams with oh. uh, with Stevie Richards. Bull Buchanan, <laughs> that is Bull Buchanan. Yeah, nice. Uh, what was his name in the Truth Commission? Um, was he Recon or yeah, Recon? I think I think it was Recon. That's what I was. Yeah, you had know. Recon, you had Sniper, you had Tank, and you had uh, Interrogator, who was Kurgan. Yeah, Kurgan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kurgan yeah. the Interrogator. Who'd tank become tank Gold was Bruiser Mestino. Right? Oh yeah. Did he become Golga? Golga? Who was uh, Golga was John Golga's Tenta, and that was the earthquake. Yeah. Yeah, and that was the uh, the oddities. Oddities. Wasn't Kurgan in the oddities or no? Yeah. He was. Yeah. Oh, was who was he in the oddities? Was he still Kurgan? He was just he was Kurgan. Just Kurgan. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, he was Kurgan there. All right. Yeah. All right. Yeah, Kurgan the interrogator, and then he was yeah. just Kurgan. Yeah. And then he he was wearing his like stupid little beanie hat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The tie dye. <laughs> yeah. Alright, so we got Saturn on the mic looking badass with his buzz cut. He always looked like a badass. Hey, if you're from Massachusetts, it goes with the 
goes with it, right? <laughs> the Boston Bad Boys. Yes. Extreme ECW live cast. Oh, New Jack's fucking flying over the guardrail. Coming out the crowd. And so Cronin just stands there while Saturn gets his ass beat up. Another thing that's great, you know, Mike Mills calling us the Boston Bad Boys. What's great is, you know, Rick now, you know, being part of the show. Same area. Yeah. <laughs> so, it fit right in. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I say tri triple threat. Yeah. Oh, shit's getting crazy now. They're going to brawl throughout this fucking arena. Yeah, I was just thinking the Fans. same thing. This is going to go all over. Fans better watch out. That kid's got a Dennis Rodman jersey on there. Dennis Rodman's jersey at the focus. time. That was a badass jersey to have. Wearing a Dennis Rodman jersey was kind of like wearing an Austin 316 shirt. The Bulls one? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's 96, so... Yeah, because yeah, it's kind of like counterculture. Like, fuck. Oh, he fuck was you. definitely counterculture. Yeah. yeah. yeah Lindros or, or jersey. Ten, right? Time check. What are you guys at? I'm at uh, two, uh, 23.07. Oh, wait. Okay, that's where I am. Good. Oh, uh, I'm one second behind you guys. I got fan cam in yeah, uh, a brown leather jacket <laughs> a second ago. And Barry Saturn now. Oh, they got a stage there, huh? Oh, that's where the bingo game is. Bingo. Yeah. Eric Lindros jersey right there. Get you, get you, yaga. Come in, dada. Yeah, I think Cronus dropping some pounds already at this point. Oh, we're going outside. Yeah. That building looks fucked up. It's essentially a warehouse. I would say. <laughs> no, literally, like, that's that's what it was originally used for. It was a warehouse, so it's not a, it's not set up to be an arena. <laughs> yeah. Wasn't intended for any real practical uses other than just putting shit in there. Yeah. Yeah, because I guess back when they built it, um, there used to be a railroad that went right by it so that they could just, like, pull up to it, offload oh, shit. Off. Yeah. Um, and then they paved over. They paved over the tracks because they weren't used anymore. Huh. Oh shit! Yeah. That's why Rick's here. Yep. Man. That was just fucking off the top of your head. Fuck. Mm -hmm. Mustafa's ready for COVID. It's all good. I don't time. think the table broke. They're way ahead of its nope. time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it did. Look okay. At, look at all those tables ready to go, though. <laughs> it's like a stack of 12 tables. It's cool just seeing the fans standing up like that. Top of the bleachers. Right on the bleachers, yeah. So we're on the stage just below the Eagle's Nest. Total elimination. Didn't look that good. That did, though. Jesus. That was nuts. He guy. flew. Yeah. Flew across. S Saturn has has some quality leg muscles to be able to jump that far. 
Yeah, he's he's the athlete of the crew here. Mm-hmm. I mean, Cronus is no slouch though. That dude's, oh, that dude's a right. big motherfucker, and he Nimble. he can do handspring uh, backflips over the fucking uh, top rope and stuff. So. Right. Yeah. Hell, he, he Cronus can do a four fifty. I've seen it. <laughs> I seen it. Yeah. Oh, just no sold that right hand from Cronus. Yeah, he's out of his mind. Probably yeah. didn't even know he got punched. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what it looked like. Yeah. He's in his own world. Like, <laughs> like, I, no ever. like I said, if you can pass a drug test, you don't belong in this locker room. <laughs> Facts. Oh, shit. We're setting up for a crazy total elimination here. Yep. We got two tables set up. New Jack in the middle of them. And this is where Joey's going to go. Oh, elimination! Oh, my God. Gotta be. Let's hear it. Let's see. Oh, the tape in the tables. This is fucking creative. It's like a science project. New Jack can't just... I'm going to flex and bust out of this. <laughs> yeah. Come on, Joey. Oh, that's subdued. Oh, my God. Shocked. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my God. Here comes John Van Damage Control. <laughs> John Van Damage Control. <laughs> Good one. I want the I want the female damage control where they yeah. clearly just she's only there so you can she's, look at her ass. Right, she's always just bending over in the ring. Yep. They don't want to go out because uh, New Jack's there though. <laughs> she's <Yeah>. afraid. <laughs> she's afraid. <laughs> I'm not going out there with him. As we left, New Jack is laid out in the middle of the ring, and Mustafa was dragged out. So, gangsters took a beating. All right, so we're getting clips from the uh, Just Another Night show. Alfonso and ECW Commissioner Todd Gordon. Can anyone stop the brutality of Taz? Like they trick psycho. Brian Pillman? Again? Pillman, the photographer there. Interesting. ECW fan camp presents Just Another Night in ECW. All right, what do we got coming up on this show? Let's see. A little sneaky peek. All right, so we just had the gangsters. Eliminators. All right, we got one match left. We're going to get Taz versus Bubba Ray coming up. So this match. Hopefully we get to see the Sandman because I got a tidbit. Oh. <laughs> uh -huh. Well, if not, just throw it in there. <laughs> I'll throw it in there. Say it anyway. <laughs> yeah. It seems like this show centered around the uh, eliminators and gangsters rivalry yeah. at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Joey's hyping the upcoming match between the two teams. In the parking lot. I'm not sure it's an encounter we can even air on television because it's gone beyond wrestling. 
Beyond wrestling. It's gone extreme. <laughs> I'm all Fonzie bullshit. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Throw it oh, I'll yeah, just yeah, put it in yeah, now. Yeah, go ahead. All right. All right. So, um, basically, um, I was listening to, as I said, a Todd Gordon shoot interview, and he was talking about how him and Sandman are really close. And one day they were in the car when Missy was coming in, and Sandman kept saying, man, I just want to fuck Missy. I just want to fuck Missy. <laughs> and so Todd was like, all right, like, shoot your shot, bro. And then what ended up happening was Todd went at some day, went into the bathroom in the arena, and he heard a thud 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 and he looks and there's missy's head banging on the sink as sandman's just banging her from behind <laughs> out in the open and todd's oh, like I, um well i got a piece so i'm just gonna i'm just gonna walk around you jeez yep i never heard oh wow shit all right yeah that was that was news to me shit and how recently did you listen to this this uh uh, the, earlier this afternoon. Oh, wow, wow, so <laughs> new to you. Yeah, Gosh. like maybe f- maybe in the past five hours. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. You should have started the show off with that, man. Yeah, that <laughs> when Missy was making out with Sandman, you bring that up. Yeah, I know. In the opening clip. Wow, banging her head against the fucking sink. <laughs> yeah. Mommy. There you go, Mommy. <laughs> yeah. It makes it a lot weirder, doesn't it? You know that. Yeah, shit. <laughs> she took the Singapore cane. <laughs> she took the stick and went boom. <laughs> Off the never, never land. He's going to put her to sleep. <laughs> Good riddance. Oh, so we're getting some information about Pillman's hotline. Mm-hmm. So they're, they're playing off his, he's trying to get advertising time. Please, give us get noticed. Alright, Taz and Bubba Ray. All right, so I did have some information about this show. Of the matches that we haven't covered that were on this show on March 30th, we had the Pitbulls defeating the Bad Crew to kick off the show. Then, then you had the Mikey Whipwreck, Damian Kane shit that we saw. <laughs> Gangsters defeated Chad Austin, Blue Meanie. There's also going to be a stretcher match. JT Smith defeated Hack Myers. Cactus Hack. Yeah, Cactus Hack and JT Smith stuttering. See. Stuttering JT, now the uh, the Italian Stallion JT Smith at this point. Then there will be a match, Tuco Scorpio versus Rob Van Dam. And I'm I'm thinking that's probably going to be on the next episode, so I won't spoil that. I feel like we talk about JT Smith being Italian every week and he just doesn't show up. Well, he's doing the Italian thing. Yeah, but he's not getting like... He's not full-blown Italian yet. Yeah, the, no, the FBI is coming soon. Yeah. Okay. It's not the full gimmick yet. Big brother and big dick. The big brother the big dick. Oh, what the fuck this, hat is this? A minute ago, we were talking about mommy. Now we're talking about big brother. Jesus. 
The Dudley Click. The Dudley Click. And this is at the time that Shawn Michaels has his click, and he lived yeah. his boyhood dream and won the championship with his click. Yeah. Which is just code word for his boys, but they ended up using it to meet his fans. Chubby Dudley eating Captain Crunch with Crunch Berries. What? Is that a sign? No, that, swear to God. Oh, that's Chubby, what he's doing? Chubby Dudley's in the, and I, it looked like a Captain Crunch with Crunch oh. Berries. Maybe it's not, but it's definitely is breakfast it, cereal. Is it Corn Pops? Waffle Crisp? It's Maybe it's Waffle Crisp, yeah. It looks like a Waffle Crisp box. Yeah, I think it's Waffle Crisp, now that you now that you say that. I miss Waffle Crisp. Mm. Uh, it could be a Captain Crunch box, too. Alright, let's see if we get a closer look. Fuck! We almost got a good look, and then they cut the as in Fonzie. Oh well. <laughs> the fucking whistle is so obnoxious. One, one of these weeks, you guys it. definitely do have to play War Machine. Uh, oh yeah. You now yeah. that Taz is here. Yeah. yeah. Try to remember for the next episode. Yeah. Well, can I can always try to remind you too. Yeah. And Taz looks imposing. Not intimidated by this fucking crew of goofs. Can't wait for Bubba to get badass. So this goofy shit. Well, at some point this year, Devon shows up. Yep. So. That'll help change things. Exactly. <laughs> I want some cereal. <laughs> Maybe that's Captain Crunch peanut butter. Is it the Mr. T cereal? Peanut butter crunch. <laughs> Mr. T cereal, that's awesome. <laughs> it's the yellow box. Yeah, I know, right. I know. So it might be the peanut butter crunch. It might be. I can see him being a peanut butter crunch guy. <laughs> I mean, who is it? Oh, Fonzie. Freaking out. <laughs> Yeah. See, he's getting some applause. Yeah, he's the best. The most <laughs> yeah. consistent guy every week. Whistles, yells at everyone. Wow. Occasionally says some funny shit, though, so. Yeah. Yeah. Like a month or so ago when he told Joey Styles to be nice to him because you never know who your sister's going to bring home. Yeah. <laughs> Great. What they should have with, the Fo with Fonzie, though, is he should be getting heat. With the referee every time he's out there. Because yep. he should always think he's better than the referee. And always question the ref. I'll have to look and see if that's what they do. I haven't noticed that yet. But that, that would make sense to do with him. It really this would. troubleshooting ref. Let me fucking be a pain in the ass to the referee every time. I'm a know-it-all. Oh. So now we get a confrontation between Bubba and Bill. Tass is going to fuck him up. Slap him in the face. <laughs> My name is Bo Bo Bo. That 
And you can put dude love at ringside. No one even know the difference. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Oh shit, Bubba Swore. He wants to wrestle. Get the fuck out of here. Hope Taz just handles his ass. Ooh. And for comedic purposes, they gotta get Bubba to at least have one wrestling spot over Taz to get the crowd to pop. Right. They're like, oh shit, look at what he did to Taz. And then Taz flips on. Fucking beats his ass. I was just gonna say, then Taz destroys him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Six-inch height differential. Yeah. yeah back in um, November, this past November, uh, I went to uh, Comic Con in Rhode Island. And oh, yeah. Bubba and Devon were there. I didn't meet them because I had no. I didn't have the money to, to you know, pay to meet them or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he is a large man. <laughs> Bubba? Oh, yeah. Even now, he's, a, he's like, imposing. Yeah. Yeah. I remember, did we see him for a PAL or whatever? Bubba? With you? Yeah. I think so. Right? Yeah. 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 And I, remember, I thought the same thing. Like, he's a massive man. Yes. I also had Billy Gunn walk past me. He's just tall. Oh, huge. Billy Gunn's yeah. like Hulk Hogan size. He's like he. I swear he must be like six nine. Like he's that guy's in incredible shape still too. Yeah, he's tall too. It's like he's in amazing shape and he's towering. You know, like he's got to be like. So you see how Jericho looks. Everyone shits on Jericho because of the way he looks, but he's also old. Like, so yeah. he's not going to look like he did now, like he does in 96. But, like, Billy Gunn looks like he did when he was in, like, fucking tag team champion. Yeah, Billy for the Gunn most looks, part. Yeah, Billy Gunn looks better than when he was a tag yeah. team champion. <laughs> he's, like, the <laughs> biggest guy in AEW roster. And is he younger or older than Jericho? He's got to be older than Jericho. I'd say he's old. Yeah, he's got to be older. Because he... has got to be, mm. like, 60. Early... No, maybe not. No, not that old. Like... What's Jericho? Early 50s? Uh, well, Billy Gunn will be turning 60 this year. Oh, okay. Wow. How old's Jericho? 56? Five? Uh, Jericho is 52. He'll be oh. turning 53 this year. So, oh. 52. Billy, Billy Gunn is uh, 10 years old. Uh, sorry, 7 years older than him. To the ropes. Oh, Bubba going for a slam. Going for the power slam. Oh, in the face. All right, I'm stepping away for a second, guys. I'll be right back. All right. Mm -hmm. Where's Bubba going? He's going to the tippity top. Going for a big splash. Oh, oh. He missed hard. Taz is stalking him. Uh oh. That's impressive. It is impressive. Especially knowing that uh, 
Taz probably did that hard way, like didn't even have help from Bubba. Yeah, I don't think Bubba could do much help. He's not like, no. like how much can he jump? Well, I know when um, when Taz came into WWF, WWF at the time, he got mad at somebody. I forget who it was because he was so used to just hefting the dude over and the dude tried to help him and the, he almost dropped the guy on his head because he wasn't used to yeah. having somebody jump basically for him. Too much momentum. Right, right. Which is also why then... Um, they told him to cut cut down on the suplex shit because you're going to hurt somebody. In WWE, I mean. Not, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. not here, obviously. Here they were just like, do whatever the fuck you want. We don't care if you murder somebody. <laughs> 15 yards <laughs> yeah right oh, he's taking the knee brace off Flipping. 24 pins 24 it looks pins. like his knee's legitimately broken there well it was he got he got run over by a truck <laughs> like legit oh wow yeah he got legit hit by a truck and that the injury was legit that sucks. Ah, uh, yeah. That fucking truck, dude. Yep. He got hit by a truck. <laughs> Remember that from that movie? What was that movie? Uh, Slackers. Fucking deep cut right there. Slackers. Yeah, yeah. Great movie. And then though. Alfonso was like, "I'm gonna hit. I'm gonna hit him with his own leg brace." Devin Sawa, right? Yeah, Devin Sawa. Yeah, Devin Sawa. Um, the, the kid that says, oh, "I got hit by a truck." That was the guy that played Marshall on. How I met you. How I met your mother. Never watched. Oh, that. um, is that um, Jason? Jason Siegel. Yeah, Jason Siegel. Yeah. Oh, like him. Freaks and Geeks. Right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Freaks. I love Freaks and Geeks. And in a lot of movies too. All right, so it don't look like I missed much other than this match falling apart. Uh, Taz did a very nice suplex on Bubba. <laughs> it was impressive. Oh, oh yeah. Dude, guys, this episode feels like it's flying by compared to the previous one. It does. We only have nine minutes left. What the fuck? It was off like, for 20 minutes. That, dude. No. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but really, there's not been a whole lot on this show. Maybe because the other one's so action-packed and cut that it just felt longer because yeah. it's so many different segments. Definitely a better pace on the first one. I mean, this is moving fast. But I don't know. Yeah, it's moving fast because the segments are long, I think. Oh, he's mocking Sam. Just another. Yeah, thing. there we go. I like it. Mocking. Now, this is right, something I, I've thought about. I don't know about you, Rick, but Taz is the guy that's been the mainstay at this point. Right. And Sabu, they shit on him before when he left because uh, of the way yes, he left. And now he's back. And they're trying to sell him as being like this top guy, babyface, and Taz is the heel. It seems it seems like the wrong way. It seems like Taz is supposed to be the guy that the fans love. 
maybe what we'll see is because I don't remember exactly how it pans out, but maybe we, what we see is like a split 50-50 between the fans, Taz Sabu-wise. Right. Uh, how, how do you remember it without giving too much away? Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, uh, pretty much. That's I'm the way pretty it is. sure it's... There, well, the thing is, is when, when Sabu first didn't he no-showed and they, um, what do you call it? And Heyman, you know, basically told the crowd. Blast him. yeah. And then the crowd, basic, the crowd then began chanting, fuck you, Sabu, fuck you, Sabu. Yeah. Um, then when he came back, it was like, welcome back, yeah. For, yeah. But, um, and that's part, that's part of the thing is Taz is like, I've been here. I broke my fucking neck for you people. And you Ooh. cheer him who abandoned you. Like, that's what makes him a heel in a way. Okay, is because, yeah, gotcha. is right. because the crowd he's he's not only shitting on Sabu for for leaving and being selfish or whatever you want to call it but he's also you know shitting on the fans for basically saying you're gonna back somebody that left you for you know left us in the lurch to go get money in Japan whereas I've been here you know right so that makes sense yeah and in the fact that Taz has Fonzie with them makes people hate him so it's perfect that they paired him right, up with Fonzie at Fon- this point Fonzie's an annoying piece of shit right okay yeah. oh the fuck's this Mike, Mike Richter, Richter. <laughs> <laughs> what a legend my brother had his jersey so the islanders were cavemen is that the gimmick the fuck is that I don't know Tommy just knocked the shit out of the islanders mascot <laughs> Islanders. Is this the gout or is it the uh, Stevie Richards? Must be Raven, right? Yeah. The fuck? He's using way too many big words for ECW fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's congruous. <laughs> Can grow an angle. <laughs> is this fucking geometry? Oh, Francine, nice to see you. No oh, shit. Eh, they should just stop there. They always let this guy talk way longer. Too much. Overstays. Let Francine talk. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just Put zoom in on her boobs. <laughs> yeah, just focus on her. She's nice and nothing. shined up. Oh, come on, stop, move on. Oh, more doctor shit. This is like Shane Douglas's younger brother pretending to be a doctor. Because it reminds me of the Dean Douglas skits. What the fuck is in there? Holy moly. Pins? Yeah, shit. That looks fucked serious, up. Serious injury. You are not a real doctor because you got that stethoscope around your neck. Yeah. That's just a costume. <laughs> Because if you're chilling out in the basement, you're not wearing those clothes. Ooh, Missy, blowing smoke. Oh, shit. Titaz. Same man's face is right in him. 
He's about to motorboat her. Yeah. I don't know if this is the night he uh, slammed her head into the <laughs> sink. I don't know. We should we should see if there's any bruising on her forehead. <laughs> Dude, if she fucked Jason Hervey, she's fucking Sandman, so it makes sense. But remember, Jason Hervey? Uh, yeah, Wayne yeah. from uh Yeah, I know. Yep. That's crazy. That was her boyfriend. Like, She's fucked a lot of boyfriend. dudes. <laughs> I mean, that's fine, but... Yeah, well, yeah no. Yeah. <laughs> but some of them, what? Jason Hervey's, like, legit, like, 5'4", or something like that, too. Yeah, he's tiny. He was motorboating those... Fuck it. He was like climbing those like Mount Everest tits. That's fucking lucky dude. Hey, is this Roman Reigns? Looks <laughs> like his brother, doesn't it? <laughs> Damien Priest. <laughs> Damien Priest, yes. <laughs> Ziggy Marley. Mm, mm. Good one. Here we go. What? JT Smith needs a haircut. Matter of fact. I thought he had a black and mild, like, in his, in his fucking hand, but no, it's a comb. Comb? <laughs> At a pace. At a pace. <laughs> Honey. <laughs> That's funny. Blue Mini with his Blue Mini baby that the fan gave him. It's getting beat up by a doll. Okay. Alright, some serious people here. The Tag Team Champions. Doesn't Cronus look like he he would have been like the the bass player in like a third tier <laughs> yeah. grunge band? Yes, <laughs> like he's an incubus or something. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, grunge, yeah, more a grunge band, I would say. Yeah. yeah. Sonic Youth. <laughs> yes. Or like um. Like the original bass player for Stone Temple Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, Saturn, let's not go there. Yeah, relax, buddy. Hey, Cronus didn't fucking laugh like he's humorous. <laughs> Thank God, get serious. Not only are they repeating it, they're repeating it four times. <laughs> yeah, relax, dude. Shane Douglas. Yeah, Shane's got some marks on his chest. Mm -hmm. 
comes to Ravens, world heavyweight title reign. <laughs> NCW fans, I'm your only hope. <laughs> I'm your only hope. Oh, you want? A new hope. Shane Douglas is here. <laughs> All right, so that concludes right. episode 154 from April Remember, 2nd, I'm a second behind you. So that's why I was like, yeah, and you already started closing this out. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll do that again. <laughs> yeah, my bad. That's all right. Not. All right, so yeah, that was April 2nd, 1996, and yeah, pretty good episode, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, nothing crazy. It was more, you know, more or less centered around eliminators and gangsters, mm-hmm. and then really the beginning of the Taz Sabu build. A little bit more to that, you know, we can see that this is becoming a major angle. Uh, looking forward to that, but we're gonna wrap things up here and get into the Extreme ECW Live wrap up. All right, so we're back for the Extreme ECW Live wrap up and. Next time, we'll be covering ECW Hardcore TV episodes 155 and 156, April 9th and April 16th of 1996. Also, one last time, check JV and, out on the, JV and I out on the bottom line wrestling cast, the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin. The latest episode is the 316-day special covering Livewire from October 19th, 1996. And the upcoming episode coming out next week will be Stunning Steve, episode 9, March 1992. We cover more of the Dangerous Alliance as we're heading to Wrestle War 1992. Looking forward to that. And please, one last time, check us out on Twitter. Follow me, Mike Pru at MPRU83. Follow JV at John Van Damage. Follow Rick Beebe at Leo Wyatt 85 And again, we are at Extreme Cast. Give us a follow and interact with us. I mean, interact with Rick Beebe because he's got the fucking info for you. So, <laughs> yeah, if you want yeah. answers, yeah, if you want answers, go to Rick. Uh... <laughs> but or yeah, if thanks, you Rick. For me, I mean, I'm not saying I'm infallible. We are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, we we got we got the guy here. Yeah, but hey, we would like to hear more. Yeah, if you if you know more and want to share more, then definitely go ahead and chat it up. Mm-hmm. We want more of that. So I, lo- I love talking old school wrestling. Yeah, regardless, you know whether it's ECW or not, just fucking whatever. Please, yeah. So, thanks, Rick, for being on again. Thanks you know, for we, having we, me, guys. We're obviously gonna have you here and there. So, yeah, back to back episodes. Thanks for that. And uh, yeah, we'll have you on every once in a while. Of course, it's yeah, it's I'm, fun. It's fun I'm, this I'm, way. I'm thinking like definitely the. Um, Super shows, you know, the pay-per-view, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, so we appreciate that and the time that you give us. You know, we know this is late night, and so we're, <laughs> we're happy that you join us late night yeah. here as we're heading to the midnight hour. <laughs> and, hey, it's it's like how ECW should be watched. you got to watch yeah, it late at night. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's, let's get out of here. Thanks, Rick. JV. Any final words? No, sir. No. All right. Well, yeah, Rick, got nothing. All right, we're going to wrap things up and take a listen to our outro song. It's Method Man, All I Need, Mary J. Blige. 
We'll see you in two weeks. So long. To this day, boo, no frontin'. Even when the skies were great, you would rub me on my back and say, "Baby, it'll be okay." Now that's real to a brother like me, baby. Never ever get my cootie away and keep it tight, alright? And I'ma walk through doors so we can live in a fat ass crib with thousands of kids. Well, like you don't need a ring to be my wife. Just be there for me, and I'ma make sure we be living in the effing lap of luxury. I'm realizing that you didn't have to fuck with me, but you did. Now I'm going all out, kid, and I got mad love to give you, my nigga. Between.